0: Literally just came alongside me and turned in. Wait, he breast tested me. I oh, like uncomfortable. Okay, I'm going in your seat. Hey, hey, steering uh, wheel, somebody tell him to give it to me. Simply, simply lovely. Hello and welcome to Back of the Grid. I'm your host Stuart Greenwood and I'm joined as always by Chris Evans. Hello, hello. And a very soggy tom king (laughs) yeah just about dried out from yesterday yeah um tom king's actually about 60 miles away from hoggenheim at the moment somewhere near sebastian vettel's car i think (laughs) 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 you like that one singer that's good that well done yeah i think we'll probably get a few delitos for that one but never mind (laughs) um yes uh i of course refer to the fact that Sebastian Vettel ran off the track at the German Grand Prix, costing himself the race victory, and we are here to talk all about that. Um, So, shall we go straight into it? Uh, Yeah, why not? Why not? Okay, let's start with qualifying, where the big news was Hamilton having a hydraulics issue, um, leaving him 14th on the grid, and uh, also Daniel Ricciardo having basically an entire engine replacement, putting him at the back. dramatic stuff on uh, on 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 the saturday yeah um, especially
1: seeing hamilton like trying to push his car back it's like that was never going to work yeah. but it did just show like how <laughs> devastated and desperate he was in that moment it was actual yeah. it was full desperation
0: yeah yeah like i was really surprised to see that actually, yeah because like, i didn't actually see it happen live i was um i was off doing something else this weekend this saturday but um i did see the race but um Yeah, I've never seen Hamilton do something like that. I've seen him very dejected before, but I've never seen him him sort of desperate. I remember him pushing a car down the
1: back straight in Canada, but I think that was after the race. Didn't he, like, break down on the slowdown lap once in Canada? Or ran out of fuel, possibly. Something like that. Oh, yeah, something like that,
0: It was, yes, it was. He ran out of fuel, and there was only the fuel left. Yeah, this was like... That is just
1: saying. This was mid-session, trying to get his car back to... He was like, you yeah. saw the marshals run over, and like you can almost imagine like saying, "What what are you doing, mate? This is this is what yeah, we do." Like, no, no, you know, you don't push it yeah. down the track. You push it off to the side so we can get rid of it. You know what? I'm kind of surprised that he didn't get a reprimand I that as well because it was like had the session finished at that point.
0: Like, nope, still alive. They obviously just had to save the reprimand for <laughs> today. We'll to I that. think
2: <laughs> the thing that you would maybe get away with on that is from memory of where he started pushing it to where it ended up, he could get away with saying he was trying to at least push it to the opening. Safety, the opening that the marshals yeah. would have yeah, pushed possibly. it to, but it would never got... He finished it... Uh, he finished up outside the sort of small stadium section in front of the mercedes stand so he'd have had to push oh. it all the way through the yeah, stadium yeah half a lap like <laughs> it, it there's, from from being sat in front of it i can tell you that there's a little cut through as you could have got through there's like a little drag strip it could have maybe got round yeah. and then to cut out the actual inside stadium section but it was still a hell of a long way you would have had to push that car it was never happening yeah i think it was just more he clearly wasn't thinking and just in desperation wasn't it it's not the first time we've seen
0: things like that, though. No. Well, I mean, given where it was, a doubt he had in his mind, I'm going to push this No, car I think it was more. A mile uh... and a half around the rest of the track <laughs> to, to the
2: pits. He like, probably <laughs> never actually case. planning that. It was maybe trying to bump start it or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, hop, hops back in and uh, <laughs> carries on. Yeah, so that was that. Yeah. Um, and that was I mean obviously Sebastian Vettel qualified on pole banging lap. yeah hell of a lap. to get it on pole as well like took chunks out of everyone else of it, it was like two temps ahead of Bottas in the end um, I think yeah, that's right it's about that, that right? I think yeah
1: pretty much um, all taking or all the top yeah. cars taking turn one flat by that point as well which is wild
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, Verstappen I think was officially the first person yeah. to, uh, to, to do that to have the guts to do that and wow uh, you know what Interest, interesting. It would do. I can't speak hmm. today. Do you know what was interesting? The um the fact that the the corner they put a gap in the DRS on that corner, whereas in Silverstone oh, really? they left the DRS zone didn't open. That. Yeah, so the DRS zone was closed for that corner, and then it continued after the corner. So it's a very like two hundred meter, not even two hundred meter, like hundred meter. Um, but were they both? In the DRS it was. That.
2: It was officially a second DRS. Zone, yeah, though. yeah. They it put was. the second one in. So yeah, well, it, third. You, yeah there's three, three altogether, well yes. yeah that was the second one so there's the one down the start finish straight there was the one from turns one to two which was the new one and then there was round the parabolica which is like turn yeah. three down to the big hairpin and that one was one of the original ones
0: yeah <clears throat> so um yeah people people going through their f- flat out without using the obviously because that would Said you into a pirouette, much that, like yeah. uh, Charles Leclerc did in the race, during because of the wet. I think but, that'd be even scarier. So we'll get to than that. Solstern, wouldn't it? With DRS. Yeah. Whoa, proper. I don't no, think you don't could think with D R S anyway. That's it'd be just way too dangerous. Um, so, sh- shall we go into shall we go into the race? Because that's basically all of qualifying, really. Isn't it's it? The important like it stuff. Business as <laughs> usual. That's all the, it's the totally you know, important stuff, at least. Yeah, the importance it it is usual, was. pretty much qualifying the top cars did their thing, um qualified where they qualified, and that was that. The the start of the race I thought was was some spectacular driving going on, like out all so clean and tidy, but really, really boring. Yeah, that up
1: first run down to the um hairpin, it was like two or three abreast all the way down the field, slipstreaming each other all over the place. It's I'm amazed yeah. there wasn't contact or significant contact on that first couple of laps
2: yeah i'm Mm. more amazed having realized how narrow parts of that track actually are yeah like it's always looked fairly narrow but having stood next to it and realized (laughs) it's almost single file at points especially some of the apexes Mm. it's quite impressive that they got through as clean as they did
1: Yeah, the that couple of corners after the banked corner in the stadium, like there's wider pit lanes out, like wider pit entries out there. It's
0: just Mm -hmm. proper like skinny single file stuff. Yeah, which is why it's such a great track. It really is. It's 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 one of the classic classic tracks where, even though it's not obviously the same shape as the original Hockenheim, it's still got the essence of you know gravel traps. There's not really much runoff in a lot of the places, so. You know, I mean, yeah, if you make a mistake, particularly in the rain at Hockenheim, it really punishes you. Yeah, Um, I've seen a lot of people saying, oh, we we need to bring back the old,
1: giant, full-length Hockenheim. And it's like, do we? Because all that I remember of that, like, yes, it's a spectacular track to see a car go around. But all I remember of the races there is within three laps, the whole field just strung out, and then that was it for the next...
2: 50 odd 60 laps, like it's not very spectator friendly. No,
1: not spectator I mean, friendly, not particularly good races. Um, yeah, yeah. they've definitely I, cracked
2: it with this version of it. I, think.
1: I actually think this is one of the better of the modern because this, this is a Tilka track, isn't it? I think, yeah, I think he did yeah, the redesign. And it, Tilka yeah, made
2: yeah. the modifications, yeah, yeah.
1: I think
0: this is definitely one of their much better ones. Mm, I agree, other than Turkey, I think Turkey is the oh, ultimate yeah. Tilka track, but then. We don't go to there anymore. Sadly, that's not. we should bring back Turkey, but that's a whole other episode. Um, what happened next? Raikkonen, Kimi Raikkonen, stopped on lap fifteen and came out just ahead of Hamilton, who had been storming through the field. That, for me, that smacked of Ferrari trying to slow Hamilton down. I don't know if you guys exactly what it was, it was.
2: Exactly that, and it's it was exactly that. Not very sporting,
1: is it? I've lost track how many times this season we've talked about Ferrari sacrificing Raikkonen's race to help Vettel. Like. Mm that just seems to be his job now. And yeah, it's just, it's completely like transparent and cynical. Like, oh, Hamilton's getting a bit close. Stick Raikkonen in the pits and then he can get out in front of him and stop him catching up anymore. Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: But of course it absolutely flew in their face because Vettel came out behind Raikkonen. Yeah, they uh, were... pitted on lap 25. Architects of their own demise for sure this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, I mean, they... They they were trying to eke out those tires, weren't they? Everyone was trying to eke out the tires, waiting yeah. for the rain. <laughs> yeah. Um. And, yeah, they, they they obviously chose not to do that with Raikkonen because they don't <laughs> care whether he, well, they, they he's a tool to uh, use against other teams, to them, yeah. pretty much. Vettel came out on lap 25 when he pitted behind Raikkonen and got himself held up. Raikkonen inadvertently got the undercut yeah. on Vettel, like unintentional <laughs> undercut, which never, ever happened, ever. Yeah. Um, because, of course, they were all trying to stay out, waiting for this rain, and he, he lost so much, so much time on on worn tyres, and Raikkonen was on so much fresher tyres that um, he caught him up, and he really did catch him up as well. Mm so um, yeah so that was Vettel uh, pitting on lap 25 he came out between Reichen and Hamilton and then Bottas also stopped and came out behind Hamilton so it was almost like a carbon copy situation for um, well not quite a carbon copy situation but definitely a a mirrored situation for Mercedes Um, yeah the difference being Hamilton had stayed out long 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 and managed to make his tyres last for a ridiculous amount of time (laughs)
1: Yeah, not only lasting but also getting faster and faster. Like um David Coulthard said in the commentary like it's almost like he's getting zero degradation on those tires because they're just he just kept going and pounding in these faster and faster laps which kept him kept him in the hunt which obviously at the end paid off for him.
2: The softs were definitely the ultimate tire to be used in that weekend.
1: Yeah, yeah they just went and went, didn't they?
2: Like the, the ultra softs were quick, but they were losing their life quickly and despite what the weather suggests, that track was hot. As in, yeah, yeah, track no, no. temperature was hot. Um, yeah. And it was it was tearing up those <clears throat> ultra-softs, especially during practice on Friday.
0: Yeah. Well, you could see the blisters even on the super-softs. Like, Raikkonen's super-softs had some serious blisters on them by the time... So, I think that's what made this race so cool, is that everyone was on sort of different life... Yeah.
2: like, yeah.
0: Life, like Different like, stage-of-life tyres for a lot of it. And it just really, really mixed it up. It was really cool. And and it's a product of... It's what we used to have when they were making two stoppers quite a lot of the time last year. Yeah. you'd get a lot of overtaking because of the differential between life of the tights. Yeah. Which I think they should go back to, but Pirelli don't really subscribe to that, do they? They want to be seen to have a long-lasting... Well, it
2: it was FOM, wasn't it, saying that they want... They originally told them to make them not last as long to generate more pit stops and then they went back on that and said we need the drivers to be able to push and they can't push because they're just trying to preserve the, yeah. the short life tires mm-hmm. so it was uh like they were pirelli are like a rock and a hard place <laughs> you know they can't yeah. win for for trying problem isn't it like drivers
0: only ever talk about tires when they're moaning about them yeah i yeah. blame the strategists it's the strategists fault they uh, they're the ones who figure these things out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they yeah. work out that it's better to go less hard on your tyres and yeah. and not use them as much. That's they, they work out the quickest way to the end, and if that yeah. sadly is the byproduct of of them c- constructing that tyre, then that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Sometime. Um. So, uh, Bottas came out behind Hamilton, and then Ricardo sort of out of nowhere retired, losing power from his brand new engine. Yeah, mm, that really. Is- Pretty
1: shocking. That's two two retirements in three races now. It's, it was really bad, especially when he's on the verge apparently of signing a new deal with the Red Bull. That's not exactly good. And then again, he's going to have a new engine yeah, in that it, Red Bull. It, it probably, so.
0: probably pleased to hear that they're getting the yeah, Honda's in them next season. How many retirements has that Renault had this season though? More than yeah. the Honda, it feels like. But then they've thrown a new Honda in the back of it every race. So. Yeah, that's yeah. true.
1: Yeah, it was. I mean, he not made much progress until then either had he like he wasn't exactly scything through the field like Hamilton no, was
2: certainly. no it, it was on a harder tyre though as well, um, well true on the, yeah but he was on the hardest Ricardo was running the, um, the medium and Hamilton was on the soft oh was he I thought he was yeah, on the soft as mediums. well oh that that's so, everything Danny Rick was trying to go even longer I think knowing that he was coming right from the back Um but it, I don't know. It, it didn't look that quick to me. Not compared no. to what Lewis was no. doing, anyway. No, um, not at Not, all. not, not even I'm... compared to Max, because Max was managing to, you know, hang on to the coattails the the top three as they were at the time, um, and managing to stay roughly with them and keep pace. And Danny didn't seem to have that pace, albeit on a slower tyre, but still, he it yeah. f- smacked of something not being quite right with the car. From the new engine install, if I'm honest. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: That's definitely a possibility, isn't it? So after shortly after Ricardo's retirement, Verstappen pitted, giving Raikkonen finally the lead with um would it have been Hamilton in second and Bottas third Vettel yeah. fourth at that point, is that right? Uh no, Vettel no, was behind. Vettel was at that point. behind, no, Vettel was yeah, sorry, oh, sorry Vettel yeah. second. Vettel second, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, um, not what Ferrari planned. I don't think not at all what Ferrari planned, and that led us into the first team orders of the day, which uh, was great, wasn't it? That's what <laughs> we want. That's yeah. just what we want. Team orders. Um, yeah, Chris, you had a, an opinion on this.
1: Yeah, it's it was very. Um, Alonso is faster than you. It was like a really wishy-washy indirect message, like, oh well, we need both look after tires, and you're on different strategies, and like Kimi, to his credit, said. So what do you want me to do then? And he gave me like another, another like wishy-washy me- wishy washy message. And then Kimmy just said, "Just tell me what to do." Yeah, and like, yeah.
0: A fair play to him. Yeah, totally. Like,
1: I would do the same.
0: in Yeah, that position. I would. But, like, if you, I'd be like, if you're gonna say it, say it. I'm not gonna do it unless you say it. <laughs> that, yeah. that's what that, I feel like. <laughs> but that's that's the, in
2: a way, that's part of the problem because he should ju- he should just say no. <laughs> I well, think. there is that. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's, he's never going to say no to team orders, is he? But he makes sure
0: that they are team orders and he's
2: not just in- interpreting something correctly. He might start saying
0: no to team orders if he feels like he's not going to have his drive next season. There is that, yeah. And that, to me, smacks of a driver who who is sort of staring down the barrel of... Uh, well, I mean, he's, it's well known now that he's looking for drives elsewhere because the yeah. clerk's sort of banging quite hard on the door at Ferrari, isn't he?
1: It it did sound a lot like he was saying, no, if you want me to do this, I'm going to make you say the exact words. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, so in the end, they they did wait 14 laps before making the call. Yeah, Um, which was bizarre. Like, if you're going to do that,
1: do it. Like, by the time they waited 14 laps, Vettel had already been running around in dirty air. He'd already been saying how much he was losing time and ruining his tires. Like, by the time they let him by... Vettel had lost the best of that set of tires, I think.
0: Yeah, it was it was it was their own stupid. It was just poor strategy from. Ferrari it was yeah, to, especially when
1: there was the threat of raining coming and anything could have happened, like yeah. Vettel wanting to be out
0: front, building himself a lead. Arguably, you could say that that is what cost them this race. The, Definitely, this, this team orders moment over these over these what fourteen laps, because if they had let Vettel go, he wouldn't have been having to push quite so hard to To get further up the order, mm, totally. To get further out in front to protect the lead. Um, so the rain was coming in at this point, um, <clears throat> slowly but surely it was coming in, and then finally on lap forty two, just after, just as Hamilton <laughs> pitted for ultra soft tyres, <laughs> and it's lucky they pitted in when they did because if if they hadn't, I think this call could have gone quite a lot differently with yeah. the rain. Um so they pitted and then it started raining a, a, on like the uh, the hairpin wasn't it at the big it was basically pin, as he was, was leaving
1: the pits yeah Yeah down at, uh, it was, the hairpin.
0: It was the far side of the
2: track. Um and it was all coming in from that old old section if you want to
1: Yeah call it yeah, yeah. So uh, when I he, when I saw that rain coming down as Hamilton was coming out the pits I really thought his race was done like I did. I was expecting the rain to come down and everyone else to pour in for inters and him basically having to do a pit stop he never needed to do. Yeah. But that's not
0: quite how it turned out. <laughs> no, not exactly. Um so yeah, the the rain arrived, um wet on it rained on part of the track, and then just everyone seemed to lose lose their minds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Pretty much. I- I've never seen such. I've never seen anything like it. People coming in, putting all kinds. I mean, so Gasly came in and got full wets on. Yeah, full wet tyres on. It's one wet corner. He's got full wets on.
2: In team's defence, on that from being there all weekend, I can tell you that track changes so fast, and I can with Gasly running around at the back at that point can kind of yeah, see the rough gamble, risk. but but mm-hmm. like considering what happened after the race from what i've shown you two of what happened after the race it went from being as it was at the end of the race and then to what it was on the podium to 10 times worse after the race i mean and it changed so quickly in the space of 10 minutes if that Um,
0: if that rain had come sort of 20 minutes earlier that race would have been red flag they would have called the race off actually oh yeah it was it was basically flooded i mean you couldn't
2: even leave the circuit could you no, uh, we were basically reined into the circuit. Anyone that didn't leave before the thunderstorm, which was during, it started during the podium.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty um, sure I heard a clap of thunder during the podium presentations. Yeah. Was there? Oh yeah, there was a lot, um, <laughs> and
2: we we were all stood in the middle of the track, thinking, "Uh oh, <laughs> we are gonna get, we're about to get soaked." Yeah, so. Yeah.
0: Um, Leclerc, Alonso, Verstappen—they gang- gambled on Inters. Gasly went onto the full wets. And to be fair, to, to be fair to the team, that would have been if it had properly started raining. That would have been an absolute masterstroke because he would have been. Oh yeah. On the 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 golden rule in any form of racing is be on the right tire at the uh, any given moment. Be on the correct tire. <clears throat> yeah.
1: Um. But. The range, it was, it yeah. was um, less of a gamble for Verstappen, though, because he was so on his own oh, yeah. at that point. He was able to pit for inters, go, now nah, they're not working, pit to go back to slicks and not lose a single position.
0: Yeah, that's. Oh, don't get me started on that, because that's two-tier yeah. Formula 1. Such as our two-tier tier Formula, that. yeah. Um, let's, let's quickly move on. So uh, the rain didn't come down hard enough and everyone had to switch back. <laughs> um, very awkward. Uh, but... It, it didn't half bring the race alive, and the four. To be fair to the, the, the cars in the front, they kept their heads. They sort of, you know, they they kept it together and they they stayed out. They made the gamble, and it for most of them, it worked out. Um, most of them, yeah. <laughs> the rain never ever quite came down hard enough, so everyone had to hilariously switch back to uh, to slicks. Um, and it sort of really jumbled up the order, so I'm glad I didn't have any bets on <laughs> on, the, <laughs> on that one. Um, Leclerc did a sweet 360 uh, after turn, just after turn one, he ran over yeah. onto the curbs and um, then ran straight through the. He
1: didn't even like seem to be going that fast through turn one, and suddenly he was just backwards and then facing the right yeah. way again.
0: Yeah, it was such a. Like, I want to I want to call it a save. It's not a save because he spun round 360, but to to catch it. The way he did. It's, I mean, was, yeah. He, he's done well there.
1: Yeah, he didn't panic and stick it in the barrier, so there's that at least.
2: Yeah. Um, I think it was a perfect, like, executed stunt move. Personally.
0: I
1: think he meant it. Yeah. He's like just showing off again. now.
0: Like computer. Check, yeah. It's like, like, it's like someone... hey,
1: Ferrari, check this out. Can
0: Kimi yeah. do this?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, speaking of Kimi, he was getting held up by, while he was lapping the Hass because the Hass and the... Renault were fighting really hard through the whole race weren't they and they were all yeah. sort of and the Force Indias as well at that point they were all like clumped together because the order just got so jumbled up I think he was, like, was like different drivers everywhere
1: both Hasses, Perez and one of the Renaults I think were yeah. all like trying to go through that corner together weren't they
0: yeah they were literally like, I'm pretty sure they were three wide on the way yeah in. um and just as that happened, like, <laughs> Perez spun around and spat dirt all over the track. I've never <laughs> seen such a rooster oh. tail of dirt coming from the back of yeah, the Yeah, he just floored it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And then, Vettel crashed. Which out of was nowhere. Out of nowhere. Like, he was way out in front. We'd not even seen him for ages. Um, and suddenly he's in the wall at the sax curve. It was so dramatic. Do you remember... Um... The old
1: Maldonado putting Hamilton in the wall, and Ben Edwards like his voice broke, and he just sort yeah. of went. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. He did exactly the same thing when he saw battle crashing yesterday. <laughs> he just
2: completely it, lost it. How oh. you, hey, you know it's dramatic? Yeah, I mean, most of the Dutch yeah,
0: contingent I, there were uh, were cheering though. They were, were cheering, having the time mm. of their lives. Oh my goodness, that was awful. Like he was really <laughs> upset as well in the on the radio. Like you could hear out. Like, and I, to be fair. I was kind of sad for him cuz yeah I was gutted for him you know like he, he'd had the lead for so long it could have happened
1: to anyone it was on such the track. a tiny mistake as well it was like a thousandth of a second of mistake was enough to put him in a wall it was ridiculous yeah.
0: but that and again it's testament to how unforgiving this track is like it's these <clears> these classic yeah, tracks uh, you know i made the point earlier they're great because they lead to these kinds of situations. But, it, it, you know, very sad for him because you could see all the way down the field, everyone's having twitchy moments, you know, just, mm-hmm. just a couple laps before Leclerc with his 360. And then this, it was just absolutely mad, absolute madness. Yeah, so, and like, let's So discuss. many other tracks around the world,
1: that mistake, you'd run off onto some more tarmac and you'd lose yeah. a bit of time. But like, Imagine- yeah, this is this is it, one mistake and you, you're
0: done, your race yeah. is over. Even Silverstone, a, a track known for being like a, 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 a you know, a harsh track on mistakes, like mm. a, t- a little snag on your rear brakes like that would not put you in a walk. No. But this was just like yeah, it's so tight <clears> around <throat> there. It's just the worst possible place to have a twitch, isn't it? Yeah,
2: it's what people and the drivers ask for though as well. They want that. It's true. Back. Yeah, a lot of them. A lot of them don't like the runoff that they get. And to be fair, he wasn't. He sort of. He dealt with it quite quickly and just said, "Look, it was my mistake, and that's what happens sometimes in racing." Like he, yeah. he was quite magnanimous about it all. Yeah, he yeah. was. I mean, like in the
1: immediate aftermath, he was. He sounded like he was in tears on the t- on the team radio. But yeah, he did. I mean, you would be. Mm. He's um. He's, he's never had much at his home race, has he? He's only won in
2: Germany no. once. Sometimes I think that's part of it, the pressure he puts on himself. Yeah, possibly.
0: I think so. I think, I mean, one source of pressure was the fact that it took him them 14 laps to get him past Raikkonen. Well, this is <laughs> the thing, isn't it? It's like, this is
1: did Ferrari create this situation? Like, um, it was, I, I read earlier, it was in the six laps before that crash, he had extended his lead over Raikkonen from three and a half seconds to 9.9 seconds. So. Even though it was these really treacherous conditions, there were people spinning off all over the place. He was like really pushing. Did and... you know that
0: he'd also lost part of his front wing before that? Yeah, list. it was through the final corner, wasn't it? Yeah. I think no, one's really, no I've not really seen the, this mentioned that much. It, it was only a really, really no. fleet, fleeting shot on the world feed. But, you know, he, it was a sizable chunk of front wing. I, yeah, it looked like it. That definitely would have lost a good few points of downforce from. Uh, from that and that's that was probably a contributing factor as well he would have been managing that issue and concentrating on that so and you know when the rain's coming down you don't want to have lost bits of your front wing <laughs> yeah. no is it ferrari's fault
1: they certainly didn't help i think i think the strategic decisions ferrari made generated a situation in which this was possible obviously it's vettel that made the mistake um, and no one else went off there but if they had people
0: were going off all over the place though it could have been yeah totally anyone,
1: anywhere but if ferrari had had Raikkonen on a normal strategy if they'd committed to their team orders 10 laps earlier than they did mm, you know maybe this wouldn't happen but it's all shoulda coulda isn't
0: it that's the strangest thing about it though is they they looked like they had committed to team orders because it was so trans they so transparently put Pitted him early to get him out in front of Hamilton, mm. but like and you then, say,
1: by some miracle, the undercut worked—an absolute treat for Raikkonen, which I don't yeah. think they really yeah, they planned didn't bank for.
0: On it, did they? And then, but then, still, if they are committed to him being a number two driver, why not give him the message sooner? You know, if they're going to use him as a pawn in yeah in in, in Max in the in Kimi, in Sebastian Vettel's <laughs> championship, then commit to that you know they've they've absolutely generated this by themselves it's a very fair analysis chris i think
1: but of course then the other problem is because they pitted Kimi so early to help vettel once vettel was out of the race Kimi was then compromised because he had to pit a second time otherwise he may well have won that race like if kimmy yeah, done yeah. a normal strategy there's a good chance he'd have won this race but ferrari strategy never lets Kimi be in a position to win a race these days yeah, to be
2: fair, back. Red Bull's strategy cost Max a potential win as well. If he'd have not pitted onto the Inters and then back onto the yeah, he could have Ultra Softs, he'd have potentially pounced. been up there. Like I can see why they did that, because they were never going to lose fourth place because you know, that packs so far in front of the rest of the field these days. But without that, he'd potentially be up. Up at the front, fighting for the win towards the end. Absolutely, yeah. could have
0: been on a podium.
2: Yeah, po- podium for sure. Like, yeah. But you know, you're talking potential race win. He was in front of them at the times that if once they'd pitted, if he'd have not pitted, he'd have been out in front.
0: Yeah, actually, that's not even been. No one's no. You know, that's that's a really really it's good expert trackside analysis. And given for you,
1: given where he's in the championship at this point in the year, like fourth place means absolutely nothing to him. Like they might as well have just. Gamble, you know, gone out. full gamble and left him out and see what happens at that point. Yeah. Then again, I guess, I guess fourth place means lots of Red Bull, so they're gonna secure that, aren't they?
0: Yeah, but the, <sighs> at the same time, the worst they were always going to get in that situation was fourth place, and it just yeah. seems strange for them to have. He he could have had the lead if well it was the f- isn't
2: it? Yeah. They were taking I mean to, the same gamble. Gasly was at the
1: back, weren't they? So when. When the safety car came out, how far off
0: the lead was Verstappen? Well, Verstappen was in fourth position behind Hamilton when the safety car came out. He was—I don't know how far behind though. Can't have been um, that far. But he was—he oh, he was, was
2: on inters, as far as I remember—and he used the safety car to go back to Ultrasoft. Oh, that's and true. And then the rain came again, problem,
1: wasn't he? So he couldn't really react to.
0: Yeah, at the time when all the safety cars and stuff were coming out and everyone was slowing right down, he was only eleven seconds behind
1: we're out in the weeds here aren't we
0: (laughs) we really are i'm i'm not sure he could have won it i think he could have got a podium but from where he was i don't but but from behind the safety car what i'm
2: saying is on the right tire behind the safety car being right up up there in third or second because of the way people have pitted you've still got every chance of winning. yeah anything's possible at that point right let's get back you know there's there's potential that he could have been Leading behind the safety car with the way that people like Raikkonen and everyone dove in behind the safety car.
0: Yeah. So safety car comes out and um, Bottas comes in, but there's no tyres ready for him. Um, he loses 16 seconds in the pits. Absolute for shambles. Oh my goodness, that's a long Absolute time. Absolute shambles. Um, and then Raikkonen also pits, and that gives Hamilton the lead. I don't recall seeing Raikkonen pit. Hang on. When did Raikkonen pit?
2: Yeah, he did. Hit? He pit behind the safety car. Okay, because oh, did, that, that's why Hamilton made his odd dash across the grass. Yes, because yeah, they were giving him the, the traditional, <clears throat> do the opposite, and then they were saying come in. Oh no, uh, no, he no. was thinking we should be doing the opposite, so he, then he changed now, his he, mind and stayed he, out.
0: He actually did the same straight away. He did the so. Here's what happened. So Hamilton was. They were telling Hamilton to to do the opposite, and then they were telling him to come in, and then Räikkönen stayed out, so he was gonna come in. And then he changed his mind at the last last second. And then on the next lap, Raikkonen came in. Yeah. Because all the cars were yeah. so slow that it took him ages to catch up to the safety car. So when yeah. Raikkonen eventually came back out, he came out... Uh, third, um, I think. He only dropped third. In third place, just behind yeah. Bottas. Because Bottas is yeah. such a delay in the pits with his, waiting for his <laughs> wet yeah. tyres. Um, now, the really interesting thing about all this happening was obviously the shambolic radio messages that came to Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, mm-hmm. I've never heard... What's his race engineer's name? Um, I know this. Pete. Um, Is it Pete? Pete Bonington. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've never heard Pete Bonington in such a flap before. Like, he's <laughs> he's normally such a calm poised, stoic calm. voice yeah no matter what is happening he's always this just calm poised stoic voice and at that moment he just lost it he was yeah. just yelling any
0: words that came to him yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> yeah. never heard anything like it he sounded like a broken alexa <laughs>
2: <laughs> it just goes to show how much pressure's on the decision though as well yeah, considering how absolutely. many strategic errors they've made in the last few
0: races
1: yeah
2: definitely
0: yeah. For sure. So, um, so crucially, th- what happened here was Hamilton went, went to the right of the bollard, which is what they were told they had to do in the rules, and then he came over the grass verge back onto the track. So he didn't actually break the rule that everyone said. A lot of people were saying that he broke the rule... Uh, regarding it's, the it yeah it's true the, the
2: rule the rule isn't there <laughs> yeah that, yeah the, the, there was actually is.
0: there isn't actually a rule that says there's a rule that says you're not allowed to cross uh, the line which is
1: yeah there's something there's basically a rule that's loose enough that it can be interpreted on a situation by situation basis yeah, so a lot yeah. of people are citing raikkonen um kind which race it was They're, Baku 2016. That was it, Baku 2016, where Raikkonen went towards the pits and sort of dived out and stayed on the track, and he got given a, I want to say a 10-second penalty for that. Um, I can't remember the exact penalty, but it was a penalty. Yeah. It was a five,
0: actually. It was five but minutes.
1: then the difference there was, before that race, there was a specific FIA directive saying, if you do this, you will get a penalty, which yeah. is correct. which in that case is down to, the um, pit entry in Baku being really, really sketchy. Yeah, so the last thing they want is people... Speed. And a yeah, super high speed street, yeah. yeah. Um, and this weekend, there wasn't any directives that said that specifically. So... No. I mean, so the, the FIA um, statement said that the stewards took into account three mitigating factors, that the team candidly admitted the mistake and the fact that there was confusion within the team about whether to pit or not, which... I guess it's not like they specifically told him not to come in the pits and to do what he did. It was more of a they were yeah. all yelling at each other and that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, the infringement took place during a safety car period, so obviously much lower speeds, and there was no danger to any other competitor and the change direction was executed in a safe way, which is also true. He didn't just pull off
0: yeah, he the was pit lane back in front of it. someone.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and it, t- there's a, there's another technical aspect to it whereas uh, where I think that rule doesn't strictly apply unless you're coming into the pits. The rule is designed to stop you making last dash. In the same way the bollard is, it's designed to stop you making last-minute changes of direction to go in or yeah. out of the,
2: the pits. Um, the only rule that specifically surrounds the bollard that I'm aware of that's written is that you can't come in once you've passed it, not yeah. you can't come decide not to come in once you passed it. Yeah,
0: the bollard has to pass to your left if you're coming into the pits. You can't into yeah, yeah. the pits. If that's the bollard that's the your rule. Right. That's the rule. Correct.
1: All that said, yeah. I do think he's got off lightly to just get a reprimand for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think I think he has, but I think given the, the the reasons they've given are all very valid though as well at the same time. And the the big thing for me is all these investigations were done after the race because there was so much going on yeah during that period of time with the water and spins and all sorts going on so if there's one thing that is really 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 bad for any sport is when someone wins and then is stripped of the win because of some technical silly arbitrary infringement yeah, and it was that. definitely picked
2: up at the time because it was replayed on things like the World Feed and so on. It was re- it
0: was replayed on the World Feed, but the stewards didn't put a message out to say that they were Precisely. Yeah. As you which, say,
1: there was so much
0: going on. That was a big thing. So they should have been, if they were going to do something about it, they should have been investigating that in the race because that was a lead defining, mm. ch- possible lead changing decision that they would have to make. And you I just mean, can't make those decisions after the race. No. But I
2: think that's one of the reasons why it was left until after the race because they always knew that the worst they were going to give out was something like a reprimand that wouldn't affect the result because I can't imagine that they didn't see it and weren't aware of it. And yeah, I maybe. think that if they felt it would affect uh, some, the result significantly, they would have made a bit of a higher priority decision there and then during the race.
0: Yeah, I I agree with that. Well, You're probably right there, but then it just that's just sort of... If they're only going to give me a reprimand, it defeats the object of the entire... Press release and investigation, everything doesn't it? Like you might as well just not bother.
1: Yeah, he gave us a bit of drama after the
0: race, I suppose. Yeah,
2: I had enough drama after the race. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) right.
0: (laughs) Um, Have you dried out yet? You didn't answer that question. (laughs) I thought I did.
2: Yeah, eventually. Some some things still aren't dry though. Twenty four hours later. Oh, gross.
0: Don't worry. (laughs) Um, Okay, so that was yeah. So that was the pretty crazy sort of post race bits of stuff after Hamilton got his win. Um, What do we think about Hamilton's win? Um,
1: Well, I guess the question is, if they didn't call off Bottas, would Bottas have won that race? Because Bottas had one decent go into the hairpin and they were side by side a bit and then they instantly... To Mercedes' credit, they gave a very clear message to say, hold position. There was no... Yeah, there was no that. faffing around with messages.
0: Well, I, I think uh, feel... his, his laps, his tyres were only two laps fresher, two or three laps fresher than Hamilton's, because they were trundling around yeah. the safety car for ages. Yeah,
2: so. he said himself that he felt after he'd made that first attack that Lewis defended, he didn't think there was that much left in terms of chances for him. Uh, now, whether he's just saying that, today, yeah. You know, polite about the whole situation, and that kind of, of is but... bought us his way. He's not one to rock the boat, is he? Yeah. No,
1: I mean, no. that po- post safety car will have been his best chance to take it, and he got very, very close. But
0: yeah, the, the thing for me is, his tyres weren't as fresh as they seemed to be because they'd gone round so many laps. Yeah. The safety car. Uh, in comparison to Hamilton's, at, they were basically there's probably one lap, two laps between the two tyres, and. Hamilton was like super, super fast anyway. So mm-hmm. I doubt he would have got past him even if they were fighting. And if they were fighting, Mercedes would have been risking both of them ragging their tyres and losing exactly, out yeah. to Raikkonen. And when you're yeah. in such a strong position as a team to 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 really get one over on your direct rivals, then where is the sense in letting them race?
1: Yeah, as much as yeah. I'm not a huge fan of team orders, you can completely... See the logic there. Yeah. That close to the end of a race, it makes sense.
0: And what and is th- more German, uh, what is more logic than a <laughs> German team at the German Grand Prix? <laughs> yeah, precisely. And yeah. the the thing is,
2: had it been the other way around, I'm fairly certain they would have still said the same thing because they want that one too at home. Yeah. Well, they've that. They said before. that, yeah. And I I do think that that would be the case.
0: Yeah, I agree. I don't I think agree.
2: Ferrari would do it, but I think
0: that I mean
1: Mercedes we saw, would. we saw was it last year the year before in Hungary when Bottas let Hamilton through to have a go at someone and said if he, if he doesn't manage it he'll let you back through and he did on the last corner in Hungary you know so yeah. it shows that there's a respect between those two drivers and they are sort of true to their word and stuff like that so I'd like but, to think had Bottas got past they would have made them hold the same positions
0: Yeah. one more facet to this is that Mercedes were once bitten In Hamilton and Rosberg smashing into each other in Spain, all those years exactly, yeah. A couple, well, two, two thousand sixteen, and and Austria, they came together, didn't they? Yeah, and in Austria, so twice bitten, (laughs) three (laughs) times shy. Like (laughs) it it makes, given the history of that team and Hamilton's sort of, well, I I wouldn't. I, I mean, that that sounds like I'm pointing the finger at Hamilton, and I wouldn't do that because I don't think. Have been particularly his fault any of these sort of teammates colliding situations, but I know what you mean. Though you can see how they want to protect themselves from that as yeah. a result. Yeah,
2: in a season where they're increasingly being pushed by Ferrari for a constructors' yeah. title as well.
0: Exactly, like it's so All close between matter. those guys. Yeah, every yes. single point matters. It is so important that they bag these points, and this could be the the point in the season. We've given the speed of that Ferrari in a straight line. This could be the turning point of this. This these could be the points they needed to 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 keep that lead because that Ferrari yeah. is quicker than the Mercedes at the minute.
1: Well, it was interesting. Um, it was I can't remember who it was from Force India talking after the race said that they like although they are not as far in the development race as they want to be at this point, they were still amazed by the ease that cars like the Sauber and the Haas were attacking them on the straights, and like they said, that's clear evidence that. The Ferrari power unit is the fastest
0: in a Formula One now. Yeah, yeah. They've found they've they found something. They really have. Somewhere, and it sounds like they've found something electronically rather than. Tele- yeah, combustion.
1: they're doing something very smart with their batteries, I think. Mm. I've just remembered, I forgot to insert my fun facts at the relevant moment. So I'm just going to shoehorn it in now. Um, Go for it. When Gasly bizarrely went onto the wet tyres, um, every single available tyre compound was on track.
2: Well, Gasly's weren't on track. Gasly's were in a gavel
1: trap, but <laughs> true, <laughs> uh, which I think is only the second time that's ever happened.
0: No, nice. um, that's a fun. But fact. I thought that was
1: thought that was a nice little tidbit yeah. of information. The,
0: the full Pirelli tire rainbow. Yeah, the full <laughs>
2: range.
0: <laughs> not quite the not quite the full range of seven well, <laughs> dry tires, but the full range. That would of be rainbow. wild. I do like that. That's a good fact. It is good. Thank ple- you. Pleases me very much. Thank you, Chris. Excellent. That. Um, so what else happened? We've done the safety car. We've done. It's been difficult this one because just... <laughs> there's <laughs> a lot, <laughs> lots to cover. Um, further down, there was a race-long battle between, as we've mentioned, between Renault Force India Haas and Sauber behind the top four, which was eventually won by Hulkenberg, my oh, not my turbo driver, but on my dream team. I wish he was my <laughs> turbo driver. <laughs> um, followed by Grosjean, who took sixth place uh, towards the end of the race. Was it actually the last lap, lap he took that, or last but one lap? I think. Um, maybe the last but one. I, I, to be honest, at that point, I was I was my head was spinning at that point. <laughs> I can't remember. Much. Um, that was towards the end of the race, and the two the two Force Indias, man, like they were they were in such good positions before the uh, safety car. Is that right?
2: Yeah, they'd had yeah. done well in terms of just getting through the panic everyone else was having of the rain. I'm, they I'm they'd done well managing.
0: I've, I, they did well from that sorry i was um they did well they were doing okay and then they did really well out of the panic who did who was really disappointing was Haas Haas, yeah went right up there right until it started raining and i guess this i, I think it's probably maybe an inexperienced thing i don't know or maybe Possibly, it's just the yeah. way it shook out because it turned into a bit of a lottery and they just came out at the bottom of the pile yeah especially almost. after
1: qualifying 5th and 6th as well yeah. for them to then finish what was it 6th and 11th they ended up is pretty disappointing
0: yeah um, Ericsson got more points for Sauber in ninth, and Hartley who is in his own words in his own words doubled his points this season <laughs> 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 in 10th so good poor one. old Brendan poor Brendan at least he got points though at least they didn't he did yeah he was actually wet tyres
1: it was actually a fairly solid weekend for him, quietly. Um, he quali- Where did he qualify? Uh, he was down in 18th he qualified. Um, a fair chunk off his teammates. But uh, yeah, he did well to uh, to get up into the points. Uh, I think he said afterwards he was calling on his um, World Endurance Championship experience when he got to like changing conditions. Because if there's ever a series that deals with changing conditions, yeah. it's World Endurance Championship.
0: Yeah, it's true. Um, so, who... Driver of the day? Who's your driver of the day, guys?
1: I mean, it's the only one, isn't there?
0: Yeah, well, there was an official one, which was obviously Hamilton. Um,
1: I think I have to agree with that.
0: It, it was it's pretty mighty what they managed to do with him, wasn't it? it yeah, the face of you know starting fourteenth to then sort of. The way he side threw the field at the start, I thought was particularly impressive. He, yeah, he really, really, you know, he made some pretty big moves. The one on Serokin, even though it's like mm-hmm. the fast, fastest car versus the slow, slowest car, to do that, to do what he did around the sax curve, around the outside. I mean, they're still all they're all Formula One cars. No overtakes exactly that yeah. easy, and there's not a lot of space through there either. So I think that was a banging move.
1: Um, maybe a nod to hawkenberg for being best of the rest in fifth, but. It's Hamilton yeah. for me.
2: Cool. Tom? Yeah, I can't dispute anything that you've said, to be honest. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe Seb for putting it in the wall and making it a little more entertaining.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, Seb. Um, so, move of the day. Seb um, for putting it in the wall and making it a little more entertaining.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, looks so uh, that pirouette, that was a pretty good move.
0: That was a good move. That was a sweet um, move. Um,
1: there's the the movie you just mentioned Hamilton around the outside of um Sorokin, I think it was like you say it's it's against the slowest car out there but it's still it was still an impressive and brave move I think as well to like throw your car up the outside of someone on lap 1 or 2 or whatever it was it was
0: yeah. someone who is also like not the best
1: bit of an unknown quantity, yeah, for a bit of, sure.
0: yeah, bit of an unknown quantity. That's more fair, actually.
1: I really liked, although it was very opportunistic, I really liked Hawkenberg just lurking behind the two Force Indias, letting them pay attention to each other and just slipping past both of them. That
0: yeah. was, I loved his radio message as well. He was like, Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> he loves doing that, doesn't he? Yeah, <laughs> he loves
1: a little cheeky overtake uh, yeah. radio message. Um, any more? We-
0: I think we're going to have to choose between those two. I would like to have seen more of... Um, this is what I was going to say earlier. I would like to have seen more of uh, Ricardo's drive because didn't really see any of that.
1: Not seen a whole lot of that, no. Um, mm.
0: He must have quietly done something.
1: There was a few nearly really good moves, like Verstappen nearly getting Raikkonen on lap one would have been a great move and Bottas nearly getting Hamilton towards the end would have been a great move of the day, but none of them actually quite came off.
0: Yeah. I am gonna, I'm, lent, I'm lent towards the Hamilton because it was, it's crucial. Those early moves are so, so crucial. Yeah. But all the teams, all the cars are packed together. You got to get them done, and he's good at those sort of do or die moves. And yeah, that was, yeah, that totally. was my favourite one of the day. I, I was really impressed by that early in the race.
2: Tom, I'm just because you two were agreeing and we've got a winner. I'm gonna say Leclerc's 360 drive away, just because he was he was <laughs> <laughs> okay. <that's cool>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give it to Hamilton um, then.
0: Okay, WTF moment of the day. There's a couple. There are a couple, I think. Honestly, what the f*** are we doing here? We've got...
2: let, me, let me press it. Oof,
0: I almost I I, I <laughs> interrupted, I <must> interrupted <laughs> Sebastian. Don't Vettel you dare interrupt Sebastian. <laughs> there are, yeah, there's a
1: few contenders, I think. Um, I mean, Seb I, crashing out from the lead is the obvious choice. That's a
0: big WTF moment, but I I think it's difficult. I, I often feel like WTF moments need... There needs to be, you need to be able to point the finger at someone in a WTF moment.
1: Yeah, and pointing the finger at Seb for his own crash feels a little bit a harsh.
0: A bit harsh. The
2: full wets on the Toro Rosso, although I do sort of understand the gamble, yeah, it was that's a little, a little absurd.
1: Particularly good one. It yeah. actually, I think it actually made Martin Rundle laugh out loud on the commentary when yeah. he saw I it. I
2: believe his words were um, Are they at the same race as we're attending today?
0: Or something to that effect. (laughs) Martin Brundle elicits actual lol. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, that was particularly
1: good. I mean, Ferrari's tactics in general were a bit bizarre.
0: Dirty, dirty dirty Ferrari. And
1: just non. Yeah, like we say several times, they just generated their own downfall almost. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Bottas sat there with no wheels on his wagon. That's never a good look either.
0: No true. I mean but it was carnage though, wasn't it? At that point like you can't yeah. really you can again, you can't really point that many fingers. I do like the Ferrari f- you know manufacturing their own engineering their own downfall. Do
1: you know what I th- I think for me it's that radio message to Lewis when he was in the pits wasn't in the pits in the pits wasn't in the pits. Just that mes- was e- yeah. hearing everyone at Mercedes just losing their minds for a few seconds was amazing. So I'm going to vote yeah. for that.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I'm good. Well, I'm going to go with that as well. I can go with that.
1: And it, and it was quite literally, what are we doing here? Because mm. none of them knew.
0: Yeah. None of them knew what they were doing here. Yeah. Just yelling at each other. Yeah. Okay, that's that then. That's decided. Hamilton, not only did he win the race, but he won the back of the grid WCW. <laughs> or well, everyone around sweep. him did at least. <laughs> he got the fastest lap as well, I think. He did, Shared yeah. If, if he qualified first, it would have been the ultimate <laughs> clean sweep. I think
1: that's his first fastest lap of the season, actually.
0: Is it? Oh yeah, I think so, we? yeah. They, they were all getting cleaned up by Ricardo and um, Bottas for ages.
1: Yeah, they were alternating, weren't they? Yeah,
0: yeah. Anyway, shall we do some uh, inbox box box,
1: Yeah, we've had a few uh, bits of correspondence, unless Tom wants to jump in with
0: something. Well, there
2: was a Hamilton joke there of like, no, we don't want to box, <laughs> so wait, yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: in 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 in
2: no, inbox, Chris, do inbox do inbox. Inbox. So inbox. good
0: No, Chris, don't do inbox Be quiet, nah, Pete I'm yeah, yeah. um, so Are we going to get a penalty? No, just a reprimand <laughs> Just a reprimand, a slap on the wrist <laughs> um, Anders
1: Varda wrote in uh, to say uh, Ferrari waited a long time before they told Kimi to let's step past him, I think it's shifting Kimi would have been ahead of Vettel if not for the two DNFs he had uh, and Thomas De Morgan replied to that saying likewise with Bottas he's running a bad luck early this year he'd be right up there if not leading these Finns don't get much help from their teams do they
0: <laughs> I love the scorn <laughs> <that sound. laughs> you have got some real um, vitriol in your voice
1: uh, Thomas also says Bottas was robbed of the win this week he had fresher rubber and was really racy the restart was told to keep position Understand they wanted both cars to finish rather than crash into each other, but this isn't Hamilton versus Rosberg, which is what we said earlier. (laughs) Um, At the end of the day, Hamilton would still have been ahead of Vettel in the championship if he finished second. and Bottas sort of closed the gap on Raikkonen by winning, which is true. But then again, Hamilton is now 17 points ahead of Vettel, which is the biggest the gap has ever been. I think Mm. Vettel was 17 ahead at one point, and now Hamilton is 17 ahead. Like Mm, no one's ever been more than a win ahead, so it's. Every one of these results is just like every point I can scrape together, I think my, is vital.
0: My, fa- my favorite part of this championship this year is the fact that it has just swung one way yeah, and yeah, then the definitely. other way and then one way, then the other way again. It has been it's been absolutely alive the whole way through so far. And there's not there's nothing in it that's even halfway through the season. There's just nothing in it between those two.
1: No, not at all. I think it's gonna be like this all the way as well. I really hope we have I, another I so. down to the final race yeah, situation. Be
0: fantastic! Imagine the, the nerves in Abu Dhabi <gasps> when be amazing. Yeah. Anyway, um, we need to respond to Tom's message. Tom Austin Morgan's message.
1: I think we basically have, haven't we?
0: I think so, probably. We
1: mostly agree. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Uh, Also, at Dan Hart RSC um, says, I wonder. I sometimes wonder if Ferrari hurt themselves having a number one and number two driver. Vettel was complaining about his tyres as a reason to ask Raikkonen to let him past, but he would have slid off in the rain if they decided to think about the tyres first rather than what position Vettel is in. I noticed when Bottas and Hamilton complained about their tyres, Mercedes usually just bring them in and change strategy. Which, yeah, again, kind of echoes what we said earlier. It's... Having a number one and two is all well and good when it all plays out like that, but the second that plan doesn't quite come off, it sort of all yeah. falls apart around you, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what other strategy they would have been able to bring Vettel in on at that point. I don't think there is one. They would, they just needed it to rain.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, they just needed they, they to be decisive and do it earlier.
0: Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They should have, look. At the end of the day, they should have just told Raikkonen to let him through. It's as simple as that. They should have yeah, been fourteen last Absolutely, and that would have been that. It would have been. We wouldn't be having this conversation. <laughs> but
1: um, but then that
0: wouldn't be any fun, would it?
1: No. Do we want to do a quick bit of news, or shall we just go straight to predictions?
0: I think we need to go straight to predictions. There's uh, there's one little bit of news, and that's the my, it came out today. Miami race postponed until 2020. Um, important quote from Sean Bratchers uh, saying, "We have always said that we wouldn't compromise on delivering the best possible race for the people of Miami." Our fans are what are the 1.8 billion around the world who watch F1 globally every year, around the world globally. Okay. <laughs> um, and if that meant waiting until 2020, then that's that was far more preferable than signing off on a sub-optimal racetrack just to do a deal. So um,
1: which con- <laughs> sounds to it's Well, it sounds to me like we released a, pictures of a couple of versions of the track. Nobody no one liked them. it. So we're going to try again for a bit longer until we yeah, find a decent yeah. track there. Yeah, I think that's... Um, which, crucial. do you know what? In the previous regime with Bernie Oxton in charge, he probably would not have even looked at the map of the track before he signed off on it to do a deal. He'd so,
2: have just looked at the check that was coming his way.
1: Exactly, yeah. That, that's. I think that's positive news for me. Um,
0: yeah, it is positive. I think there's other tracks that... Are- Better than anything they could put in Miami. That really need to also up. true in terms yeah. of in terms of track quality.
1: Yeah, track quality, but is but, but then I is think, this them learning from Formula E and taking the racing to the people rather than putting the race somewhere and hoping the people turn up?
0: Yeah, it, I guess it is, but at the same time that you can you can only make a you can only make such a good track in 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 a street circuit. You're oh yeah, absolutely. You not you're never going to get a a great track and a street circuit I don't whatever they do
1: whatever they do in, in Miami is not going to be as good as Watkins Glen yeah. or Laguna Seca or yeah. Road Atlanta or Road yeah, America exactly. like the list goes on
0: there's so many of them even in yeah. the um, infield like, yeah totally like, but yeah what can you do but yeah that's, that's I think that's the big bit of news that's come about um, just now and I, I think with that we should probably go through predictions
1: let's do predictions who yeah. wants to do predictions Shall
2: I do it? Um, (laughs) Dare dare you do them, Tom? Yeah, dare you do them? Is the question. I think
0: so. Okay, Um, go
2: ahead. Let's see then. So, winner for this week is the only person scoring three points, and that is Eric Richardson, um, correctly predicting a a Vettel pole, a Hamilton win, and number of finishes of fifteen. the only person as well, to oh no sorry, only people to get anywhere near uh, First DNF were Rob Mills, uh, Bradley Lever, and Charlie, I can't say that's surname. name, Brenkin <laughs> Myler, I'm going to go with. <laughs> that sounds about Brent right. Brenink don't, don't Myler. Don't,
0: don't dwell on it.
2: <laughs> but yeah, they, they all went with Sergei Sorokin, which was <laughs> the closest anyone got. For first DNF, yeah, no one went near Ricardo. No, um, in terms yeah. of us three, um, I only got the two points. I went with seven Lewis, which somehow <laughs> paid off. Um,
1: <laughs> I thought it was interesting that lots of people made my mistake and had Hamilton and Vettel the wrong way around. For, yeah, there was uh, a qualifier. lot of that.
2: Win and a lot of people went double whammy as well, so Lewis Lewis or Seb Seb. So we're only getting yeah. one, one point either way. Um, Stu got the one point with going for Lewis for the win, so very nearly got the DNFs right. But
0: Alonso didn't quite yeah. get to the end, unfortunately. To be hmm. fair, I think if Hamilton had not had the engine, the, the hydraulic failure in Q1, that would have easily been double points judging by his race pace. Yeah, I think so. Possibly, as well. yeah. it, it was just so much quicker, anyway.
2: Uh, and then Chris, do you know how many points you got? Ooh, it oh, might be zero again, I think savage. It is, savage unfortunately, <laughs> zero I'm just going to start doing I'm just going to start doing the opposite of
0: Chris every week Because it appears to <laughs> work That's for on. me <laughs> For that, you get to make the first prediction okay. Yeah, you yeah, got yeah. to go first at everything next to I'm good with that <laughs> um, So, have we, have we got everyone? So yeah in terms of the general
2: standings that um that's his dominic pool on 18.5 at the top of the board oleg sidorov second on 16.5 and henrik Lindoff on 16 in third it's actually tied with jake petroski for Third. Yeah, our previous
1: one. leader Hendrik Lindoff has slipped down a little bit, yeah. um, and Dominic pulls ahead by though. two points. Now he was only like half a point ahead before. Indeed, so. yeah, um, all
2: very close. Yeah, Stu and I are seventh and eighth, so we're not doing too bad.
0: Yeah, you've caught me up. You've uh, I've, I've you've had, had a, couple of, weeks, a couple of good weeks, a couple of good weeks. yes yeah. and I've had a couple of average yeah. weeks. Yeah, and, and, Chris has and had I'm also whole whole here. A lot of bad <laughs> weeks. <Chris. laughs> he's not. Unfortunately,
2: he's not Lewis Hamilton's number anymore. He used to be forty-four. He's now forty nine.
0: So how many races have we had? We've had 10, 11, 11 races this season. Eleven races. So that's potential fifty-five points. Let's not. Let's not dwell <laughs> on it. Let's just not. <laughs> so I'm so sorry. I it just shows you how hard to predict Formula One is. Yeah, especially exactly. a week in advance. <laughs> it's an unpredictable. Yeah. Either that or our predictions championship was just far too difficult. But <laughs> yes, <laughs> maybe we tweak it for next season. Anyway, <laughs> um, shall we do some predictions for? The race in Hungary. I guess we should. Yes, Perhaps we should get some statistics about the race in Hungary up, shall we?
1: I have those ready and waiting for you. Excellent. Uh, last year, it was basically Ferrari clean sweep last year. Uh, Vettel uh, took pole from Raikkonen, uh, Bottas third. Uh, then in the race, it stayed
0: in that order. Vettel, Raikkonen, Bottas was your podium. Yeah, not a very overtakey track, is it?
1: Nope. Uh, there were three retirements. So... Okay, who yeah. was the
0: first of those?
1: The first one last year was uh, Daniel Ricciardo. Oh, yeah, because he collided with uh, oh, Max with Verstappen, didn't they? Of yeah. course And then yeah, gave yeah, him yeah. a hand gesture on the following lap.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. H- who's going to do this? Who's going think... to ask predictions? Tom, do you want to do it still? Yeah. Keep it. Do I have, yeah, do I have to go first? Then? Like you,
2: you said. Yeah, yes. you're you so, in first. I so was bullying I'll, I'll ask Chris. You... <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: so, fastest in Q three before penalties, top Sebastian Sebastian Vettel. Okay, that's in. That is locked in. Who's <laughs> next? Stew, you. you you can go next. Uh, I am going to say Verstappen.
1: Ooh. Ooh, yeah, Red Bull historically do fairly good here. Yeah, mm. except last year when they very much in crashing didn't. into each other. Yeah, mm. I
0: think I am going to say Vettel as well. Oh, no, as well. <laughs> oh, you too. Do I have to this go first again, up, Chris? You keep. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, I guess it's my turn to go first this time because I'm next on the list. That's the way I usually do it. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Then you we go. won't be that
2: harsh to you, Tom. So. Oh, thanks.
0: <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> who will win? Um, oh, that's. I think that's more difficult, obviously, to pick a winner. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Verstappen as well. I think he'll lead from the front. Interesting. Uh, it's not it's not an overtakey track, so
1: yeah. yeah, for that reason I'm gonna go Vettel. I think it's gonna swing back in Vettel's favour next weekend.
2: And I'm going to go with Stu and say Verstappen. Oh, no. you called me after I typed See, that See, like... I was going to say Danny Rick earlier, but after the trouble that they had with the new engine in Germany, I don't think I trust it. Because that was the whole plan, wasn't it? Is yeah. to bang the new engine and take the points in Germany and hope to run well in Hungary. But yeah. I don't know if that'll I think happen now. Ju-
0: I, think, I think Verstappen's due another win. He's only <laughs> yeah. had, he's only had uh, one, hasn't he, so far?
1: Well... I am just going to flip the script on both of you and I'm going to save Verstappen for first DNF. Wow.
0: Oh! Verstappen <laughs> first DNF. Um, I think it's his
1: turn for an engine to go pop.
0: And me, oh, I don't know. Tension, I, I'm tempted to go with the top builds. runner now because of that. I feel almost as tense as I did on about lap 30 of <laughs> the German Grand Prix <laughs> waiting for it to rain. Grosjean. My nerves were shredded. Grosjean. I'll break the tension Grosjean. Jean. Um, first DNF for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> tempted to say Verstappen again, just to hedge my bet. This is the hardest one. I <laughs> so it's a really tough race to predict. This one, uh, I oh, first DNF. I don't think it'll be a really big one. It's going to be somewhere in the midfield because that first corner is a bit of, always a bit of a squeeze. So you think it like me? Steve. I reckon there'll be a. There's going to be a collision. And it is going to be Perez. Mm. Ooh. Do you know what's
2: going to be interesting is if Perez and Grosjean hit each other? It's all going to come down to who the, <laughs> oh, who F one decides
0: is classified it's, it's, first. Yeah. Def- yeah, better check up on those Ooh. rules this week. <laughs> um. Now, number
1: of finishes is an interesting one. We only had three last year. But, what three but, finishes? Uh, I know this uh, because we're going to be there there uh, this weekend that there's a very, very high chance that we're going to get rained on all day Sunday. So that yes. is going to throw things up in the air a
0: little bit. And it, I get the first prediction on this one, and I'm going to I say... Think, f- oh, wait, do you not? I, think it's I thought it was again. Tom's turn, it's but if you again. want to go first, Oh, it's you Tom's turn, yeah, of course yeah. it's Tom's turn. Yeah, no. Well, if you want to go, Tom, you can
2: go. Um, after trying to be conservative with Germany and then the weather ruining it for me, <laughs> I'm going to say 15. Be- 15. Because of the weather predictions for this weekend.
0: Um, I'm, gonna I'm going to say 40 I'm going very wild for me I 16 norm- is the magic number for me but I'm going we're all wild
1: this we're all thinking the same ballpark I'm going to go I'm going to go 15 as well 15
0: okay I think you two are probably a little bit more likely but I don't like to predict the same
1: who knows yeah not uh, us a, not me that's for we, sure
0: can we have a random driver please you
1: Chris? can have a random driver and it is Brendan Hartley
0: Oh. Oof. Oh. Oof. oh, Right, I know, I, I know, mine, I know mine.
1: Well, I think it's your turn to go first, so that works yeah. out well.
0: Uh, I'm going to say 14th. He'll be the last on the. No, I'm going to say 13th. Not quite no, last on the. No. <laughs> Are
2: you going to box or not? Actually, <laughs> I think... <laughs> no. I think
0: he'll. I think he'll retire. And I think he'll be further down the order. I'm going to say s- 17. Oh, that's what <laughs> I was going to say. Ooh, <laughs> okay, we're on very my, different put, pages. Put that in my
2: box. I'm going for a retirement 17. in 17. Ah, oh, damn it. So hmm. I think he's going to put
1: his um, WEC changing conditions knowledge to good use again. And I'm going to go for 12th.
0: 12th. Ooh there we go that is it
1: yeah and that's that's all of it yeah. for us at least um, but it's no funny there's just three of us doing it so we want all of you to get involved as well uh, as always you can submit your predictions at backofthegrid.com uh, there's a prize every week for anyone that can get a clean sweep we've had a couple of people come real close this season already uh, and of course there's a prize at the end of the year for the season
2: champion
0: yeah, and so, oh, sorry, you caught me off guard there. Um, <coughs> don't, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe um, to us. Uh, it, it, you Honestly, it really, really helps. So please do. It'd be amazing if you could. Um, you can find us on Twitter at BackoftheGridF1. We're on Facebook if you search BackoftheGrid. We're on Instagram at BackoftheGrid. And of course, there's a website, as Chris mentioned, backofthegrid.com. You can find me on Twitter at Stew underscore PX. You can find Tom at Tom King Eighty Nine and Chris is TNMChris. Chris. Um and that, my friends, is it for this week. You can
1: actually you can also find all of us in Budapest this coming weekend. <laughs> yes. So if any of you are at the race, um give us a tweet or something and say hello and Yeah. We'll i say we'll give you a sticker, but I don't have any stickers. No, we'll just we'll existence? just say hello back. When you say hello, we'll give you we'll a g- handshake.
0: Yeah, you'll get to see who we, what we look like. You'll be able to put a face to the name if you haven't already stalked us on Facebook. And that's <laughs> it. Don't get any ideas. Bye. Bye. <laughs> This podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or BritpodScene on Twitter to find out more.